Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about the large milkweed bug. Hello, welcome. It's officially autumn here. The weather is so nice today. We're about halfway through the month, and I'm jazzed to be firmly in sweater weather. I don't have a lot to talk about before we get into this one. The spider game is still going hard here. We have all our normals, plus a super pretty black widow now. She's so cool. She has two egg sacs. I shared her photo on my personal social medias, and everyone is very concerned that I'll try to play with her and get bitten. I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. I'm observing her from a fairly safe distance and keeping my hands to myself. On that note, I was digging around yesterday and I found a snake and I really wanted to, you know, hold it, hang out with it. It was surprisingly fast for how cold it is outside though, so he really didn't want anything to do with me. Anyway, another bug that's out and about right now is the large milkweed bug. They are a medium-sized true bug found all over North America. They are easily identified by their reddish-orange color and X pattern on their wings. They are in a group of seed bugs, and like other members of this group, they are most often seen in wide open areas. Think like pastures, fields, prairies, excuse you, open woodlands, roadsides, native flower gardens, that sort of thing. They are usually seen on the leaves, stems, and seeds of milkweed, which is of course where they get that common name. As with other true bugs, this insect uses its long straw-like mouth parts to pierce the plant and suck out its juices. If milkweed becomes unavailable, the large milkweed bugs have been known to feed on other plants and can kill those plants by sucking out all the nutrients. It's not bad though, because they do eat some plant pests when they can't find milkweed, and they act as great pollinators. So they could be problematic, but are rarely known to cause enough damage to really be a problem. When doing research, I kept seeing pictures of these bugs and they seem so familiar. Turns out they look a lot like the box elder bugs, which I really thought we had learned about before, but I just checked and it looks like we haven't talked about that one yet. Anyway, just a little random thing that was bothering me while I was researching. Why are we seeing so many large milkweed bugs all of a sudden? In short, they're reaching adulthood now. The adults overwinter and then mate and lay eggs in the spring. An adult can lay about 30 eggs a day, up to 2,000 in a life. They live for about a month as nymphs, and then they grow through four growth stages, or instars, before reaching adulthood. Another reason we may be seeing more of the bugs now is because some species migrate. Those in more northern areas migrate quite far. Those in warmer, more tropical areas might migrate just like a very short distance if they move at all. So some bugs, some bugs head south, and some are just now reaching adulthood. They can be quite useful in labs as their natural life cycle makes them beneficial to some studies and they're easily handled. I would also like to take a moment in this episode to mention the small milkweed bug. It's like the large version, but smaller. Yeah, similar coloring, similar mannerisms. They live in similar areas. There are about 80 different species of the small ones. I don't think they needed a whole episode because they're really just smaller versions of the large ones, so they're just, they're here. I 
threw them in. Okie dokie. A couple of quick notes before we close this one out. First, I'm about to sneeze. Oh, it passed. Okay. So actually, first, my wrist surgery finally got scheduled. The recovery will unfortunately happen when season three is supposed to kick off. So this year, we'll have to take November and December off with season three coming to you in January. I apologize for such a long break, but it is what it is. Um, if the recovery goes really well, I'll only have a couple weeks where I can't use my dominant hand. But because it's been seven months since the initial trauma that caused the injury, um, I'm a little concerned that when they get in there, it's going to be just like a lot more. And so I'm hoping for the best, but planning for the worst and expecting to be in recovery mode until the end of the year, which is not going to be super fun, but you know, it is what it is. So two more episodes for 2023 and I'll see you back here for season three in 2024. I kind of wish I would have planned this better so we could have been in season four in 2024. That just feels better to me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> as I'm mapping out season three episodes, feel free to reach out to me if there's something you want me to cover. You can comment wherever you're listening or shoot me a message on Instagram or TikTok. Just search bug pug, bug plug pod in both places and you'll find our cute little logo. Um, also, if there's something that you just hate, let me know. I've noticed the news episodes get a few less listens than the others. Um, so I may be phasing those out. I haven't decided yet. And then just like, I don't know, if you have any thoughts, holler at me. I have not started planning season three yet, and I'm going to be a procrastinator and just probably not until I'm recovered. A smart person would do it beforehand, but as I said in the, the top of the episode, I'm dumb, but you know, it is what it is. I've said that like six times already. So I'm going to get out of here. That'll do it for this week. Thank you so much for learning with me today. I'll see you next time here on the Bug Plug Podcast. They can be very useful in labs as their natural life cycle. Um, cool, thank you for making that noise while I was talking. <laughs>